Thank you for being here, loyal blog readers. And uh, our next installment of the Class Action Weekly Wire. I'm very excited to join my colleague, uh, Eden Anderson, who is on the show today uh, to talk about new California developments. Thanks, Jerry. I'm very happy to be here. Great. Um, a significant decision in the PAGA area was argued this past month in the California Supreme Court. And I know you're kind of following all things PAGA and all things arbitration on behalf of employers and are very much in the forefront of thought leadership in this area. Could you tell our audience a bit about the case and what it means? Yeah, the Estrada case, Estrada versus Royal Carpet Mills, uh, there the plaintiff Jorge Estrada filed a putative class and PAGA action against his former employer asserting meal period violations under California law. And the employer uh, manufactured carpets and had employees working at a number of different uh, locations in a number of different positions. And the court initially certified two classes of workers from two different pr production facilities, 157 employees in total, and the claims were tried to the bench. And the judge uh, ultimately decertified uh, one of the two classes. The judge found there were too many individualized issues to support class treatment for that group. And as to the PAGA claim for that group, the judge deemed it not manageable and dismissed it. And uh, Mr. Estrada appealed, and he argued that PAGA claims have no manageability requirement, and the Court of Appeal agreed with him. Uh, it reasoned that class action requirements don't apply to PAGA actions, and therefore the manageability requirement that's rooted in class action procedure uh, does not apply. And, um, you know, at the same time, the Court of Appeal acknowledged that the difficulty that employers face uh, and trial courts as well with PAGA claims involving hundreds uh, or thousands of employees, uh, but it concluded that dismissal for lack of manageability just isn't a tool that trial courts uh, can, can utilize. I know there are a range of approaches that trial courts and appellate courts have undertaken when it comes to um, managing or adjudicating a PAGA action. Is there a split in authority that the California Supreme Court is going to be debating and looking at in terms of its ultimate ruling? Right, that's correct, Jerry. The The holding in Estrada is contrary to the holding in Wesson versus Staples, where a PAGA claim was stricken as unmanageable. Uh, the claims at issue in Wesson involved alleged misclassification of 345 store managers, and the employer's exemption affirmative defense turned on individualized issues as to each manager's performance of exempt versus non-exempt tasks, which of course varied based on a number of factors including store size, sales volume, staffing levels, uh, labor budgets, store hours, and, and customer traffic, all of which varied from uh, one store to the next and from one manager to the next. So that um, split in authority prompted the California Supreme Court to grant review in Estrada, but it did not grant review in Wesson, uh, which is maybe a telltale sign uh, that it thinks Wesson was properly decided. I know the case was argued on November 8, and the stakes are quite high. It's a vexing area for employers. It's a challenging area for judges and lawyers. 
Um, what were your takeaways from the oral argument and what employers ought to know about the issues that were argued over uh, that day before the California Supreme Court? Overall, it was an, an uplifting oral argument for employers, which, uh, as you know, can be a, a little bit unusual out here. On the, um, on the downside, uh, several justices, including Justices uh, Liu and Jenkins, expressed some skepticism about whether a trial court's inherent powers allow it to outright strike or dismiss an entire PAGA action for lack of manageability. Uh, Justice Liu commented that permitting trial courts such wide-ranging power could uh, shortchange the PAGA statute un unless there's an overriding constitutional interest. And um, on that point, several justices acknowledged that an employer has a due process right to present evidence to support its affirmative defenses and that in certain cases that evidence uh, might require a series of mini trials over a period of years and wholly consume uh, trial courts uh, resources. Uh, Justice Kruger uh, asked questions of Estrada's counsel about the impracticability of requiring trial courts to consume years of time and resources in that manner and Justice Groban also expressed concern about a PAGA case uh, in his example where you have multiple labor code violations alleged, hundreds or even thousands of employees at issue, different work sites, uh, different types of uh, employees ranging from uh, janitors to accountants. And um, he asked why in such a case, a trial court uh, could not just limit the, the case to the accountants only. Uh, and other justices raised similar concerns. Uh, Chief Justice Guerrero uh, asked Estrada's counsel uh, why the answer shouldn't just be that trial courts have this broad discretion and that it's just a, a, something that's going to be subject to appellate review. It's often said that California is the toughest venue in the United States to be an employer and litigate cases in courtrooms there. I suspect the answer is a little more nuanced since every case is different, uh, but given your expertise in this area and your thought leadership, do you have any prognostications for employers as to the outcome of the Estrada case in the California Supreme Court? Yeah, uh, given the constellation of comments from the justices, uh, the court may hold that trial courts have in their inherent authority to protect an employer's due process rights and that such power necessarily encompasses the right to gauge the manageability of PAGA claims and, and to narrow them down uh, as to whether that authority includes outright dismissal of an entire PAGA case. Uh, employers are going to have to uh, wait and see. And uh, a decision has to issue within 90 days, so we will soon know the answer. Well, uh, in following the dockets of filings uh, in all the states as we do, I think the number one case being filed these days by the plaintiff's bar are PAGA representative actions. So this particular decision certainly has the potential uh, to be a game changer uh, in the landscape of legal liability, especially in California. Well, thank you so much, Eden, and thank you to our loyal blog listeners for uh, another edition and participation in our weekly class action wire.
Thank you for having me, Jerry, and thank you, listeners.